Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Dr. David Weisenhorn, our Extension Specialist for Parenting and Child Development. David, thank you so much for being here today. It's always good to be here. Thank you for having me. I always enjoy the opportunity to learn from our conversations, and today will be no different as we talk about alternatives to saying no. And I think as a parent, it's just so easy sometimes to say no, that when we've got little ones asking lots of questions, sometimes we become that that broken record player of just saying no, no, no. So help us today identify ways to not say no as much. Yeah. So, and you are so right, Jennifer. The reason this is a topic that I decided to to share is because recently my son, the five-year-old, has come to me and he'll preface his conversations with me as, Dad, I know what you're going to say, but... And then he makes his ask. And I say, well, what do you think I'm going to say? He's, no, like you always say. And so <laughs> as much as that hurts, yes, he was. he's really, he's correct. I say no a lot. And part of that is due to the age, youngsters are oftentimes searching for what they can and can't do. And so they're looking for the bounds in the house. And so oftentimes, you know, just that, that constant reminder as a fence would or a boundary around a home would remind people that this is my property. Uh, we have those boundaries. And no, oftentimes is the reminder that, nope, you know, that's not allowed. Nope, that's not allowed. But in doing some reading, I, I ran across a wonderfully um, versed woman in parenting education by the name of Brenda Coloroso. She was a Franciscan nun, internationally known author and parenting educator, had mentioned something in, in an interview that she did, and I really liked it and grabbed a hold of it. And so uh, I will share with you what, what she shared and then what I've kind of added to that. But the first one, which I found to be so nice, is the yes later. Oh, uh, I love that. Yes later. Yeah, right? So, so perhaps, for instance, my daughter is the TV watcher, and she earns screen time throughout the week so that she can watch on the weekends. And she oftentimes runs out of screen time and, and likes to watch more than she's allowed. And so she'll ask, Dad, can I, can I watch TV? And my response has been lately, yes, once you've earned more screen time. And so what I like about this is that it sets the child up to understand, one, that yes, your heart's desire is to give them what they desire, too. The second later is it's usually followed by, okay, in order for you to do this, right? It gives them their directive as far as what they'll have to do in order to get that. Another instance, my son, he he loves candy. Well, we all do. And after dinner at times, instead of a dessert, well, that'll be his dessert. He can have a piece of candy. And what's nice is that when he'll ask me, like, Dad, can, can I have a, a piece of candy? And I say, yes, after you complete or you finish your meal or complete whatever is on the on the plate and finish what you have, 
he will, then it, it keeps him from asking me 700 times throughout that meal, dad, I finished my green beans. Can I have a piece of candy now? No. Once you finish the meal. So it gives him the understanding of what it is he's got to complete in order for him to get the yes. Right. And I think our little girl likes to ask a lot of questions. And she also likes to be involved typically when when I'm busy. So if I'm cooking mm-hmm. dinner or if I have my hands down in dishes, that she'll come in and she'll start asking, can I do or can you get me this or can fill in the blank? And, you know, at that moment in time, I have so much other stuff going on that just the short answer is no, because mm-hmm. I've had my hands in dishwater or I'm, you know, trying to keep our dinner from burning or whatever it may be. <laughs> so I like the idea of yes later because I can say, well, yes, after, you know, we finished dinner and cleaned up, we can do that or I can get that for you or whatever, whatever her request might be. Yeah. And, and again, I think what it does is it just stops the next hundred or so asks that are going to come between the time you said no and the time you actually get around to being able to give that. Right. Because sometimes we do have to have the conversation of no means no, and it doesn't help (laughs) if we ask 50 times, the answer is not going to change. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, here's the second one for you. Give me a minute to consider. And I think you are, are similar in the way that you run your household, very similar to the way my wife and I run ours. But oftentimes, I I don't know that I can give the the final yes without right, without sharing that with with Ellen. Probably first. a good idea. <laughs> yeah, right. I think, I think that makes me a wise man. But yes, yeah, so I like to include her. And this give me a minute to consider. I think is a good way to one maybe further understand what it is that what the ask is. Or like you said, if I'm in the middle of something, a lot of times it's hard for me to turn my attention towards really fully understanding what it is my children are asking. The no is just like, no, leave me alone kind of thing and not necessarily a no to what they're asking. So this give me a minute consider does give me an opportunity to stop for a minute, fully understand what it is they're saying, and oftentimes involve my spouse, involve your partner in the decision. Are we going to say yes to this thing or not? And Because a lot of times your yes may lead to a much larger Yes, then maybe you wanted to initially give and you didn't take the full time to consider it. Right. And I think that I do do that a lot at home that and I feel like I'm hedging, but I'll say, let me talk to daddy about that or let me check with daddy first or daddy and I need to talk before I give you an answer. But essentially, that's that's what we're doing is we're taking the time to pause and carefully think about what question it has been asked and to to give a reasonable response. And I think that helps children also see that that sometimes saying yes involves a lot more than just a, a quick yes or no. It involves some thought process. It involves some conversation. The, us saying yes to this isn't just a one-person deal. We're going to have to think about this maybe even as a family. So I think, again, really good modeling with that. The third one, the third alternative, I would say, is convince me. And while this may not be the best answer for young children, although my five-year-old has produced some pretty compelling arguments, I have to say, it provides great opportunity for older children to present their rationales for their ask. This, I think, is is really nice. It helps children to formulate an argument and express the importance of uh, whatever the situation is that they're, they're asking, they're needing uh, a response from mom or dad. And this response also opens a conversation to compromise where a quick no would have not allowed that to happen. Right, right. And I will say that that is something that 
our older son, our fourteen-year-old, that he's developed on his own. I guess I guess he realized that <laughs> you know when we say no, we mean no. That he will, especially because his teenage world is so different than what either my mine or my husband's teenage worlds were. That so many of the things that he asks, we don't know what they are. If it's about a video game or something online, mm-hmm. something that you know, online chat with his friends or or whatever it may be, that he'll ask if he can do it, and we don't really know what it is or what it's about or what the dangers are. And so no is a really easy response to those things. So he has started that he'll give us a proposal, especially if it's about a video game, something that he knows that I do not know much about. And so I'll tell him, well, if I can't make an informed answer, the answer is just no. Mm-hmm. So he'll he'll inform me <laughs> that he'll give me his rationale for why he's asking for that game or how it works with online gaming. He's even gone to the point on some things that he knows I'm going to be very skeptical of that he'll give me references. Like he will, he's referred me to mom's websites about certain online gaming type things or parenting comments about or um, threads online about wow. about certain games. Now, I'm certain that he pre-reads all of those prior to, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> prior to sharing the information sure? with me. I'm certain that he carefully selects his sources that he provides, but he is still out there, you you know, he's doing some research. He's he's thinking about it. And I also think this, that that does help him think through de- the decision better. And it does help him understand, well, maybe what are some of the consequences of this decision? Yes, I love it. And I think that it, it helps with the idea of, well, why, why do I really want this? It helps them understand that, that this may not just be a gut reaction. I want this because you know, what I run into a lot of times is uh, my, my daughter, as a matter of fact, here's a an incident that happened this weekend. My daughter got a, a, a fitness tracker, right? She got a, one of her, she's very excited about her new fitness tracker, and my son did not. She saved her money. Uh, my daughter saved her money, and we she wanted this for a long time. We told her how much it was going to cost. She did several jobs. She purchased the fitness tracker. It came this weekend, and my son just fell apart because he didn't have one. So he said, I want a, I want a fitness tracker. I want one. I want one. And so we told him how much it was going to cost. But the thing is, he's got a watch that would be just fine. And so his... The reason he wants it is just because his sister has right. it, not because it's bringing any kind of functionality to him. Right. And so for that, the fact that your son is is thinking this through that, you know, convince me, I think it really does help them understand and identify why is it that I even want this thing? And is it for good reason? Well, and again, can I convince my parents? Of right. It? <laughs> it's a strategy that he's come to on his own. I think just well, trying to avoid the quick no, yes. because, you know, he realizes at this point that if it's something that we do not know much about, that's just the easy response mm-hmm. as, as a parent is to say no, because as you said at the very beginning, we want to keep our kiddos safe. And the unknown can be scary. So he he does his best to inform us to increase his likelihood (laughs) of a yes. And the the thing I like about this convince me is it it does, it it encourages a conversation. And I think what we don't want as parents is to say no so much that our children stop asking and just start doing it on their own. That's true. And so having those conversations, being welcome and let them know that it's not, I'm just not a a no machine. I'm not just going to say no all the time, but I want to have some conversation around what it is you're asking. And so let's, this is a good way of doing it. Great tips today. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, so thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition and health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. 
Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. It starts with us.